Hello everyone. Um yeah, you know sometimes you you have something prepared. Um you're like excited to share and you get here and like the Lord hits you with the weight of it or just what he's trying to, you know, do. Um uh Bobby and Bianca, where are they? Thank you guys so much. You know, I was like we should just keep going. I don't know. I mean what do I um but I guess also the Lord wants you know, his word to be preached, and so, yeah. Just to set context, I need you guys to go with me here. Um, imagine you're one of the disciples, you're with Jesus, and all of a sudden, you know, Jesus, you usually teach, um, and you guys are talking, and then he says, hey, one day, you guys will stop seeing me. You're seeing me now, uh, but soon you're going to stop seeing me. Uh, people um, are going to rejoice soon enough but you guys are going to be weeping and crying you're going to be deep in sorrow but people around you are going to rejoice you guys are trying to figure out what is this, what is this man saying right? As Jesus would always talk like this um, and then he says you know what guys actually it's time um, you guys are all going to desert me you're going to leave me by myself, but I won't be alone. I'll have the Father with me. Now, you guys have been walking with him, seeing these miracles. You've been like, you know, this is Jesus. Three years, of, because it's towards the end of his life. Three years you're walking with him. And so he says this. I can guarantee you, even like right now in the room, feeling a bit of it, right? Feeling a bit, there's something, I don't know what it is. Definitely not peace. Definitely maybe anxiety, maybe like confusion. If you're right there with Jesus, you're trying to figure this out, you know? Um, which is very interesting because what Jesus says next um, does not fall into what you would expect him to say. Um, in John 16:33, we take it from there. He says, These things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. And uh, the title for this message is um, the, the Peace of God. Um, but honestly, I felt like the Lord didn't want me to really share a message, but to exhort. Um, and so it will sound like I'm flying through it, just so I can get to the main, to the end of it, um, just to exhort us a bit. But yeah, the peace of God. So if you read that, um, John 16:33, the first is like two parts, there's two sentences. Uh, the first part says, these things are spoken to you, that in me you may have peace, right? And in the second, uh, in the world you will have trouble, tribulation or you will have trouble, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. Um, so he tells them something, and then he warns them, and then he kind of encourages them. But the things that, the, the first part of it is what I really want to focus on, uh, says these things are spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. So first we see that, um, he does not say, I'm telling you these things so that you can have peace. He says, I'm telling you these things so that in me, you can have peace. And that's very significant, right? Um, it's significant because we often forget as people um, that before you came to Jesus, before you were saved, you were not neutral. Um, the, word talk, the word talks about if you were in the world, you were enemy of God. So not only like, oh, yeah, the saved people and then us and then some, no, no, it's actually you are an enemy, right? If you read in Romans 5.10, it 
and Colossians uh, 121. It talks about this enmity that we had, you know. Um, and so he says, in me, you may have peace, right? But as Jesus would teach often, um, the reason he says in me is because he would say later on, um, if you read in John, he'll talk about how when he gets crucified and, and gets resurrected, he'll be in us and we'll be in him and he's in the Father, right? Um, so that's what he's kind of alluding to here. The second thing you'll notice is Jesus is saying here that in the world you'll have trouble, trials and suffering, right? Some translations will say it that way. Jesus was telling them that after I'm crucified, persecution will come in this context. Right? That you guys will go through some hard times. Like it won't be easy. Um, you guys think this is, this is, this is nothing. When, once I leave, it's going to be that. Right? Um, it won't be peaceful time. It will be hardship. And um, I think we can read that in that context and be like, yeah, no, we're not facing as much persecution. No, it's just, I mean, what, what's coming now? You know, like, ah, there's a bill. Uh. Okay, cool. But that stands, um, what he says about tribulation. Because if, if you read it, I think in the Greek, it, says, it doesn't say you will have tribulation. It says you have tribulation. So if you're sitting right, right here right now, Jesus is saying you have tribulation because you're in this world, right? Um, it might be something like COVID-19 affecting a lot of people all at once. And it's like, you know, crazy. It might be like me, you lose your job. Right? Um, it might be difficult working conditions, rampant crime, a relation break, breaking down, health issues. Uh, it could even be your teenage son um, who just goes off the rails, even though you, like, you, know, you did your best with him. But it might be even internal things, things like failure or sin that you're fighting. Or even maybe things that you desired, dreams that you had, and they just die. You will have tribulation, you will have trouble will have trial, right? Whatever the case is, um, and wherever you are right now, what Jesus says next applies. Um, he says, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. Now, we're going to get there, but I think the problem with us as believers is not, um, I think I'm getting ahead of myself, so I'm just going to backtrack. The, 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 the peace that Jesus is talking about, that you may have peace, um, it's first and foremost peace with the Father. I think that's what I was trying to get at initially. Peace with the Father, ultimate peace. And I don't think that's a problem for many of us. Like, yes, I am saved. I have peace with God. That's great. And then your car breaks down. Oh, I'm saved. I'm peaceful. And then they break into your house, you know. Or you get health issues. That's where we, get, we struggle, the day-by-day trials and tribulations, right? The thing with the Father, we didn't have anything to do with it. We just accepted it, right? Like, yeah, thank you, Lord. Right? Um, until the taxi cuts you off. That peace. No peace there, right? I'm talking about myself, by the way. Um, that's where we struggle. So I just want to take us to John 14, 27. Um, because there's a link with that ultimate peace with the Father and the peace that Jesus is talking about here. John 14, 27, he says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. So what's the link? The link is the ultimate peace that he gives. You had nothing to do with it. Right? But that's 
that's the way that you can get the other kind of peace, the normal day-to-day peace that you need in this life with those tribulations. Right? That was the doorway. See, he does not say that I will give you peace. It's not a future thing. Right? It's a thing right now. He has given it to you. Secondly, notice his peace. Notice whose peace he's given. It's his peace. Right? This is very significant because it's not your peace. Right? If it's yours, it might be flimsy, you know, or it might not it might not always be there. You might not always, you know, but it's his peace. Um, it's a gift. He gives it to you. And it's interesting because when he was saying this, he didn't say, when the Holy Spirit comes, he's going to give you peace. He spoke about the Holy Spirit in the context, spoke about the Holy Spirit, and then he says this thing about peace. He says this, right? Um, and I found that very interesting. Um, until I was like reading and praying, and, and, and it's like, actually, Jesus himself, right, is the Prince of Peace. I give you myself. I give you myself. It's not the momentary fleeting peace of this world, which is not, which is not real or even peace at all. No, this is his peace. The supernatural peace. This is this peace that, that in spite of difficulties, in spite of whatever you're going through right now, what you're going to go through, right? It's that kind of peace. It's the peace of Philippians 4, 7. And we all know the scripture, right? And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. A lot of scriptures will say in Christ Jesus. But the point is, which, which surpasses all understanding because it's supernatural, right? Um, and so we have his peace. And this peace, it's not so far-fetched because it's his when he says, um, do not let your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. Right? If it was ours, then it's a different case. But it's his peace. So he tells you, hey, don't be scared. Like, hey, don't, don't, don't fret. Don't stress about that thing. Whatever it is. Whatever you're going through. Or whatever you're going to go through. I know some of us here, we're living nice. But you're going to go. <laughs> and because we have his peace, it's not far-fetched, right? I'm just going to finish off um, John 16:33. The Lord there says, um, He's not saying just ignore everything, ignore everything have cheer. What, what, what did he put? Be of good cheer. He's not saying that. That's, that's not, you know, saying like what positive, what do you call that thing? Toxic positivity. He's like, hey, I'm going to just tell myself everything is good, everything's good. No, that's not what he's talking about, right? He's saying ultimately, nothing you can go through in this world is beyond my power. Right? He has overcome the world. Right? Like he has it. He has it. Whatever it is, he has it. Right? Um, he lived here with us. Uh, that's not in my notes, but he lived here with us. He knows what it's like to be a human being. Right? And that's why he came. That's why he's a high, uh, high priest. Right? And here's the exhortation that I felt like the Lord wanted me to bring, uh, or I really wanted to get to as well. Uh, it's this. No matter what you're facing, or going to face this year, the Prince of Peace has given you his peace. He wants you to know that there is an experiential supernatural reality that you can tap into when you go through hard times. It's an experiential, you, you experience it. There's not this theoretical supernatural, like, yeah, it's very, yeah, you know, I have the peace. No, no, you actually feel it. You, can, you know it, right? And we, and, and we have been given full access of this peace, right? 
but then we have a choice. Jesus didn't say um, in um, John, the, sorry, what is it? John 14. He says, "Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid." Telling, giving you a choice. Don't, right? Don't let your heart be troubled. Why? Because he gave he gave you his peace. So what you're supposed to do? Because he gave you his peace, go get it, right? When things are not going right, because things won't go right always, right? You will have these issues. You will have problems in your life. And so, we have been given full access. And it's up to us to put our faith in action to go there, right? And I felt like even when we were worshipping, the Lord was talking about the secret place. The place of you and Him alone in prayer. The place of you and Him drawing closer, just you, right? Because it's, 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 it's there, that, that place there, um, that you experience Him, and you get to know Him, that His peace becomes more real. That I can give you an example with me, um, Example with me. It's it's like if you are constant in that place with him, he kinda he can fortify you in a certain way with his peace. Where certain things that maybe tick you off quickly or like takes away your peace becomes less and less and less. And I've seen that like in this last um I want to say two years, my job hasn't been stable. I got retrenched in twenty twenty, pulled back in twenty twenty one, they give me a contract like half a year and then tell me I'll give you another contract half another year. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, praise God, I got a, another job now, right? Uh, but in that time, the Lord's peace was with me. And I was not praying specifically, like, about, especially, like, this last year, he just gave me this peace, and I had it, right? And because of this peace, even though the money wasn't great, they weren't even covering half my expenses, so I don't want to <laughs> complain now. Um, but, like, whatever it was, the Lord had given me this peace where as hard as it is, I'm walking through it, right? And, and it's like, to be honest, I didn't, I, I can't say there was times I was like, yeah, Lord, like, give me another job right now. Like, I would pray for a job, but because of this peace that was there, almost there was a trust there. There was a trust there, right? So my encouragement is, get to that secret place often. Fight for that secret place. Right? Because of the things you go through, your secret place, there will be a fight. The enemy knows about it. Right? He knows when you can go there, that when the taxi guy cuts you off, you're not going to sin. And shout outside the window, this is not me right now, I'm just saying. You know? Um, yeah, so my encouragement and my, my exhortation here is go to that peace. The, the Lord is calling us to that place, that secret place. And I want to take us to Psalm 46 because I, I, we, I think a lot of us know this. Um, and I want us to read. There's a couple of things that came up. Maybe let's read together. Come, behold the works of the Lord who has made desolation in the earth. He makes war cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and cuts the spear in two. He burns the chariot in the fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. You know that be still and know that I'm God. That's, we, well, a lot of us know it. But that context is war. Right? It's like fights. He's talking about how you will make the, um, where is that? The chariots of fire, you know, like, sorry, my God. It's war, right? It's, 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 right? And that for me stood out as I was 
um, preparing for this, like the Lord is saying, hey, listen, even in wartime, I am that God there. I'll be exalted among the nations. I'll be exalted in the earth, right? For you to be still, you go to that secret place. And in that place, he teaches you this stillness that, that not, no one can take it away. No circumstance can take it away, right? And for me, I don't know why the Lord is having me share this today. I hope, Lord, I'm not <laughs> like prep. <laughs> yeah, this one. But I want to encourage us, like, fight for that secret place. Fight for that place of his presence because that's where you'll find this peace. It's available. He's given it to you, right? Praise God for the, for the peace of, you know, us and the Father, but there's a peace that you need for your everyday life. Um, and yeah, can I pray for us? Okay. Maybe let's stand, yeah. Before I pray for us, the people specifically who maybe struggle with like anxiety or anything like that, like things that give you fear, that one specific prayer. Father, your word says that when we come, when we come in prayer, Lord God, supplications and with thanksgiving, Lord, that your peace that surpasses all understanding will guard our hearts and minds, Lord. And I pray for these who are here in front, Lord, who are saying, hey, some of this applies to me. And Lord, maybe even these strongholds there, Lord Jesus, and we pray, God, that you'd break those strongholds, Lord, where the enemy has somehow gotten a foothold, Lord. We pray, Lord Jesus, by your hand, God, that you'd break, break his work apart, Lord God, that you bring healing where healing is needed, Lord Jesus. Lord, anxiety is not from you, Lord. It's a result of, of, of the sin that's in this world, God. But Jesus, you said even in your word, God, that you have overcome. You have overcome. You have overcome, Lord. And even right now, Lord, we want to declare that, Lord. You have overcome. So we pray for healing where healing is needed, Lord. Pray for victory where victory is needed. Lord God, I know sometimes some of these things, it's a fight. It's a fight for us to go to that secret place. It's a fight for us to, to believe that you are God in this circumstance, in whatever is happening. To know, God, that you are in control at all times. And so, Lord, I pray, Lord Jesus, that you help us with it. All of us, Lord God. We know the tempter, the, 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 uh, the, the enemy moves around like a roaring lion, Lord. He's looking for that, that, that circumstance that would bring us under, Lord. And Lord, I pray that you'd help us stand strong in you. To be still in you, Lord God. To be still and to know that you are God. Be exalted, Lord Jesus. Be exalted, Lord God, when, when, when the tribulation comes, Lord Jesus, that we will not be those who have forgotten, Lord. That there's a peace, there's a peace that surpasses understanding. There's a peace, God, that enables us to walk through things, to go through things. And we bless you for it, Lord. Pray this in your mighty name. Amen.